0: It's Tuesday, and we are coming to you late because there was some breaking news yesterday. It is FRPC Hoops. I am your guy, Vince, and we are joined by the Canadian Bomber, the Canadian Shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons, the Canadian Zach Lowe, and the Canadian Ime Udoka, and the forever Canadian son of one Loretta Curran, Nico, what's up?
1: Uh, Not a whole lot, man. I've been uh, going through it, just getting ready for this regular season here. We're finally on the doorstep. Later today, we're going to be seeing NBA regular season
0: basketball, and I can't wait. I'm so excited for it, even though uh, there's going to probably be some Laker fans upset with me in this podcast, but (laughs) it is what it is at this point. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into it, and we're going to give you a little uh, premise of what we're doing here. It's uh, basically a season overview. We're going to take every team. We're going to go star. Um, We're going to go leap, and what are the awards for every single team, and uh, give you over-under on their win totals and kind of go from there. Uh, We do are going to bake in the injury that happened with Steven Adams, obviously, We already know the James Harden situation, so all those things have been talked about and out there, so let's get into it. Are you ready, Nico? Yes, I am. All right, so we got the Brooklyn Nets, uh, basically. Mm -hmm. They didn't trade any of their wing depth, so Mikael Bridges is obviously their star. Um, He showed so much in his kind of new role in Brooklyn, and... He looks honestly like a bona fide two on a real good uh, contending team. um, Mm -hmm. At when it finally manifests itself. Yeah. The question that I have the leap it has to be the guard play. Um, I don't want to get into it too much, but Ben Simmons is back. You got Mm -hmm. you got Lonnie Walker the fourth who played um, pretty good minutes for the Lakers during. Uh, their run into the Playoffs and what have you and hit some critical Shots in one of those games So I mean that's That's good hopefully that Manifests mm-hmm. itself and wins and then The warts To me are not enough Offensive creativity you don't Have somebody that can I mean If Ben Simmons hits all of the Plateaus and everything but I can't I can't buy it yet I Yeah Um We've seen what it looked like with Dinwiddie running it. Mm -hmm. They really don't have anybody who is really like that. That I can get into the paint when I want. Yeah. Unless Ben Simmons decides that he really wants to play basketball. But I highly doubt it. So they're over under 37 and a half wins. Um, They don't have any reason to tank. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's pick is (laughs) everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) But... Thoughts on Brooklyn, um, thoughts on anything that I said there? Uh,
1: I, I think I feel pretty similarly to you overall. I uh, would question their guard play primarily. They don't have really anyone who's going to be consistently in the lineup who I expect to push them at even like league average, let alone above league average level. Um, Dinwiddie can get there for stretches of time, but he comes and goes, ebbs and flows. So he's not, uh, someone I'd really rely on. Um, as far as their finish this season, I kind of see them as an outside the playoffs team, and I would probably bet the under on that one if I were to place a bet.
0: All right. And we'll put our, our, uh, you want to put our Eastern Conference and Western Conference things on Twi- on X mm-hmm. later? Okay. Yeah. So follow us on at FrontrunnerPC and at NicoFRPC. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the Philadelphia 76ers, shall we? Yeah. Um, they're handcuffed by the Harden situation as of, mm-hmm. as of right now. We know who their star is. It's Joel Embiid, who... You know, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 4.2 assists. I think I need more from the assist situation. It needs to be more impactful there. Um, The 54.8% field goal percentage, Nico. Mm -hmm. to me, I think that's where if if the 76ers are to stay afloat this year, Mm -hmm. and if I had one major concern about Joel Embiid, it would be... Can you shoot better at the rim? Can you be more dominant there? I know you like to take the threes. I know you like to take the 18-footers and all of that sort of thing. But for you to really help this team, I think you're going to have to dominate on the inside. And that percentage is going to have to go up a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I I think
1: the way he played last year offensively, I... I'm not sure I'm looking for any more from him than what he uh, presented to us there. Same thing with the assist numbers. I think that has a lot to do with playing with a player like Harden, who's going to dominate the ball and led the league last year in assists. Um, Overall, I, I think if Embiid performs like he performed last year, I still expect this to be a playoff team without Harden especially with young guys who could take a step forward like Maxi.
0: That's where I was about to go to the segue to the leap is Tyrese Maxi. Maxi is what Kyler wanted Emmanuel quickly to be. <laughs> uh, um, without Harden there, the keys go to Maxi, and uh, the 3.5 assists obviously are going to have to go up. Um, he, he, his game is incredible. He's one of the quickest guards in the league. Um, I expect him to make that leap because there's going to be more thrusted upon him with Mm -hmm. the absence of Harden. Um, We just found out right before that Harden is going to have an extended leave of absence from the team because of his mother and her health situation, so uh, prayers go out to his mother. Um, it, it It doesn't change the fact that this has been a really unintendable situation that they have there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this hangs over this team like a dark cloud until they get it fixed. Mm -hmm. And even then, we don't know what the pieces are coming back. They have a 47 and a half over under win total. Um, Thoughts on... Oh, let me give you the warts because it's kind of funny. Um, So I put in Harden wants out. Morty wants picks Plus, man, mm-hmm. Harden, and Mori, Harden and Mori, divorce. So yeah. basically, that's what it comes down to. My thoughts on this is that I, I don't, I don't see. I think they can get close to it. I just don't know if they can get to the forty-eight wins.
1: Yeah, so, I, uh, I think that would probably be a true push for me. Realistically, out of uh, the teams on this list, I'm not. I might stay away from that one. Uh, I I guess I could see them winning a little bit more than that, but it would require a big leap from Tyrese Maxey and them to get something tangible back in the hardened trade. So it's not impossible. I wouldn't call someone crazy for making that bet. I did pick them to finish fourth in the Eastern Conference, but 47 wins seems like a very safe projection for that team
0: plus they're working on also a a new offense you know nick nurse is there i'm not saying that it can't hit the ground running i'm just saying Mm -hmm. it just takes time for all that to kind of work itself out so that's kind of where i'm at with it okay let's talk and hopefully we can get a big number when the breakout video comes of this the gritty grimy knicks Okay, we have a star Mm -hmm. in Jalen Brunson who took the world and New York by storm um, with his performance last year. 24-6 and three and a half rebounds. Just Mm -hmm. a tough, tough guard. Fits that team, that city, the mentality to a T. My lead guy is Mitchell Robinson. It is not because Mm -hmm. of the fact that he didn't make a leap last year. It's just because to see it again. I want to see it again. I want to see them be able to repeat it. And then the wards are the same thing. It's the shooting and the midst, the mismatch parts that they have. Can they upgrade the Barrett situation? Can they upgrade the Randall situation? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously trades are out there. It could happen. We're not like really spec, you know, any kind of speculation on that, but you know, maybe a Siakam upgrade or whatever down the road who knows but as a team currently put together i think this is a try hard team i think this mm-hmm. is a team that new yorkers can get around and their win total is 45 and a half and mm. i personally i go over
1: yeah i i'm surprised that the next win total is lower than the sixers to be honest i think they're in uh, similar area the knicks just went and did it last year and don't have all this drama going on around them they have someone in tom debito who takes wins in the regular season very seriously so that's yeah that's the best line we've heard so far i would hit the over pretty hard on that
0: all right we're about to get we're about to see something really special here on the pod um for Now I know it's an audio medium But some of these will be a breakout On YouTube you're about to mm-hmm. see Somebody very excited mm-hmm. We're about to talk about the Boston Celtics Win total and Where they are Um Win total 54 and a half Their star obviously no Is Jason Tatum mm-hmm. Uh I don't know how you get better from 30 Almost 9 rebounds And uh you know, the assists at four point six seem seem pretty good as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. The leap to me is not really a leap, it's what he did last year. Can he do replicate it? Is Christoph Porzingis? Here's the thing mm-hmm. welcome to the spotlight, buddy. You wanted it, KP, here it is. Are you ready for it? Because mm-hmm. the scrutiny on that town with all of what's going on with their other sports teams because they suck. Yeah. Um, he's gonna get it every single night. So the effort needs to be there for him. But the twenty-three eight point four rebounds, uh the two point seven assists, shot forty-nine percent from the field. Mm-hmm. If he re- if he replicates anything close to that, I mean he's going to be a favorite a fan favorite in Boston.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think realistically the, with the Celtics this year, uh he doesn't even really need to fully replicate what he did last year for this team to get everything they want out of him. He's now taken the step down to at least the third, probably the fourth option in most situations. And I think that's going to be perfect for him in a role he could break out of sometimes and fall into at others. Uh, ideally, kind of fitting there. I I'd expect Kristaps to perform pretty well there, and I'd take the over on that total. I really believe in the Celtics this year.
0: There's two things um, I put their awards as depth. Obviously, you know mm-hmm. when you get Drew Holiday. And Grant Williams walks out the door and what have you. Listen, they're starting five, or start their top six, seven guys. Awesome. I like Pritchard. I like the contract they signed him for. Mm-hmm. Um, allowing him to be the microwave guy off the bench. That's great. Here's my one problem with you saying that Porzingis doesn't have to be that guy. I think he wants to be that guy. And <laughs> I think that if yeah, he. Well, here's my other thing. He doesn't want to be the guy who's just standing in the dunker squad. Mm -mm. So this is going to be on Missoula to allow this offense to continue to move and flow and not fall into the pattern of Jason Tatum gets the ball, Jalen Brown gets the ball. That's all I'm saying with that.
1: Well, yeah, I get that. I think my read on... The way Tatum's approached this offseason seems to give me the belief that maybe he's going to step more into a facilitator role than he's been in previously. And especially like the weight gain makes me feel like he's going to want to go inside more often. And with a guy like Kristaps, who functions so well, on the perimeter, I think that's going to kind of marry their skill sets together pretty well. He also has Al Horford, who's one of the best three-point shooting centers in the league. So I I'm kind of expect a big season from Tatum, and I wouldn't really be shocked to see him. Maybe the scoring doesn't take a jump or even goes down a little bit, but to see him around seven assists this year, I wouldn't be shocked at all.
0: That would be a great leap if he did something like that. I would be, um, wow, it would be fantastic to see. Mm-hmm. Um, he will have the capability of doing so. Drew Holiday is not a like a ball dominant guard, mm-hmm. Derek White is not that guy. I just hope those guys are able to help put Jalen in better positions, which I think they will be able to. So, yes. this team is very, very good. I you know how much I hate Boston as far as the Celtics. I love Boston the City. Spent so mm-hmm. much time there. But I, I love this team. I love the setup. 54.5. <clears throat> if you're telling me they're going to get into a holy war with Milwaukee and a home field advantage is going to matter mm-hmm. in the East, once you get past a certain level, it's not as good as the West. Then I'm kind of with you with the 54-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. So That's a good call. Here's a team that brings a smile to my face. The Washington Wizards happily deconstruct the roster. 24-and-a-half is their win total over under. Star, Jordan Poole. Uh, yeah. Poole is finally free of the tyranny, which was Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an inefficient scorer with an insane usage rate. Uh, it will be entertaining while they acquire the young building blocks to build the new iteration of the Washington Wizards. But yes, Jordan Poole is going to be tucking up 35 shots a game, and we are here to see it on this podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be, uh, maybe not the most fun basketball to watch, but every once in a while when he starts cooking, it'll be nice to tune in for six minutes on League Pass. I'm uh interested to see if he sets any weird records this year with shot misses, especially three pointers. Because I think they're giving him the green light to go crazy like 10 per game plus. And uh, he's known to take some (laughs) wild ones. Uh, You'd never know, though. He could end up taking a leap being out of all the shit that was around for him in Golden State.
0: Well, that brings me to my next thing. I actually have a weird record that he can actually beat this year. Mm. Would you like to hear it?
1: Absolutely.
0: Consecutive ge- seasons getting punched in the face because <laughs> it looks like Denny Avdia is ready to punch him in the face already. Yeah,
1: it does look like that's, that's the case. Was that really last year? Uh, I feel yeah. like that was so long nope, ago.
0: No, that was last now. year.
1: Wow. That uh, there's a chance he could he could definitely set that record. Him Looked and forward. Denny really don't look like they're getting along. No. Nah. I was surprised to see that Denny extension afterwards too. Especially at that dollar amount. If I was Denny, I might wanna let the dice roll this year rather than lock myself into that deal, but I understand.
0: Or it made it uh really solid for him to be traded once the uh the thing is over I mean, oh yeah
1: like, i think i will i think can he not get can he not get
0: traded through uh, till uh, to the uh, end of the year
1: no no i think that contract's incredibly tradable okay it's it's one of the ones like that nasir little contract we just saw get signed that's going to get flipped multiple times i think peyton pritchard's deal is similar also the zeke naji contract We're getting kind of like a rise in these contracts that are between eight and 12 million dollars that are such a small percentage of the cap. They can be added on here and there to other contracts and trades that I think they're that we're about to see a surge of these for cap reasons.
0: I agree with you. Their elite guy for me is obviously Bilal Kulubale. And it's not even him making a leap. What it is, it's just his development. Just watching it, him getting reps, him getting reps with the big team. Um, If for some reason they start to take him off the lineup, getting reps in the G League, I just want him to get reps. No matter where it is, no matter how it goes, I just want him playing basketball, understanding concepts, what have you. So I'm interested in seeing that this year. Mm-hmm. And then the awards are, are the same things that we just talked about. Pool dominating the ball. Um, you know, I can just hear in Pool's head, he's hearing Little John's song, shots, 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 <laughs> shots, 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 And he's just taking them. Yeah. So that's kind of what I look at with that. Do you, 24 and a half, you got any, you got any uh, thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I, think, I think I'm think i going under. Yeah. Um... Teams like this that pull the rug out, I think Vegas is normally cautious early because you never know, it might be a jazz situation like last year where everyone expected them to do really poorly, but they had enough good players to cobble something together. Uh, The Wizards, don't get me wrong, they do have some talented guys, but Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole are the type of players that Aren't, it's not like they're going to bring your whole locker room together. They're going to shoot you in and out of games. And uh, I think more often than not, at least one of them will falter each game. And it's going to lead to a really low win total. I could see them struggling to break 20 this year.
0: There it is. Uh, be excited about Kuzma. Be excited for Pool shooting the, the absolute shit out the ball be excited for uh Kolobali's development but if you're excited about wins no this is this is not the place for that mm-hmm. but I got something that I know will pique your interest the young magics look very feisty and they have a over under of 37 and a half mm-hmm. my my star is a two headed monster in Franz Wagner and Paolo Guancaro Mm-hmm. Um, and if you really want to get down to it, just the front court in general, mm-hmm. with Wendell Carter Jr. as well. Yeah, um, we saw Franz in the uh, in the international game. Look, look like he was about to break out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paulo got the experience to go over with the uh, with the American team. Yeah, that always helps, even whether it's in a primary role or ancillary role. Mm-hmm. I don't think these guys are really scared of the moment. Personally, I think yeah. they can handle a lot of the ball handling issues that a lot of people have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Now I know they might have addressed it with the with the draft, but it's going to take some time for Anthony Black to get acclimated to NBA basketball. Yeah, yeah. Um. But they're so good that I think they could this team could make a leap this year. Um they're also my leap guys as well. It's this is the Wagner Boncarol show. Mm-hmm. I think everybody needs to get really used to that personally. Yeah. Um and basically the other thing that I have is what is it gonna look like when they're doing pick and roll and you have one of them on a four and three?
1: It's gonna be absolutely it's gonna be scary a lot of the time. They have uh, a whole lot of different options to go to and as this team gets more and more polished, it's gonna be very intimidating for people overall. Uh, they're definitely a team that I think probably possesses the most upward momentum in the Eastern Conference. Like I, on my projections for the standings, I had them ninth and sitting there looking at them, like realistically they could fall as far as 12th, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see them being better than almost any team in the East outside of the top three. They have a whole lot of young talent, and if a couple of those guys take leaps, it could be lights out for the league.
0: Guard play is going to be the situation. We like the development of Markel Fultz. He seems Mm -hmm. to have kind of settled into his position. Uh, The Cole Anthony of it all, what is he gonna end up being? Is he gonna end up being a microwave scorer or somebody who learns how to kind of quell his aggression to be a point guard? I don't know if that's possible. No, I um, think he's a six-man. And then there's and then there's the young core. Anthony Black, Jalen Sugg, still young, um, and also Jed Howard. I think that if there was anything to kind of hold them back, that would probably be the case. But mm-hmm. I still think that the Magic are a team that not only are we going to be looking at going, this is an exciting team to watch, but also I think they're going to be in a lot of games. I think you cannot walk into their arena and go, oh, this is an easy W. That's over. Those days mm-hmm. have, are long gone. So, um, Really fascinating team. Mm-hmm. The team that I want to get to now, probably, you know, I hope I don't take a long time on this, but I'm going to get to it anyway. Is anyone awake in Toronto? Uh, the over-under is 36 and a half. Um, the star is obviously Pascal Siakam. Uh, some people, you know, I know OG and Novi would take offense to that, so sorry to OG on mm-hmm. that. Um, Here's the deal. He's in the last year of his contract, Siakam. I, I don't know what they're doing. I have <laughs> no clue. The good thing is, is that their lead player is still Scotty Barnes. Now, a lot of people soured on him when, in the second year. I get it. I think allowing Van Vliet to walk, which <laughs> looks like a theme here. Yeah. Um, Allow Scotty the freedom to do what he kind of wants to do, which is be the point guard and things of that nature. So if there is a leap, this is the year for Scotty Barnes to go ahead and do it because he doesn't have any restrictions. Shooter is not gonna challenge him when it comes to point guards. He played with LeBron, he knows the deal, he knows how it works. Mm-hmm. Um and then their words are just shooting. Like, do we have enough shooting? I know they got Grady Dick. Um bonds has to shoot better. Schroeder is he's iffy. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is OG is it real? Is it all real? Because I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of questions with this team, and here's my thing that I didn't want to get too far into because we've always said that we're not gonna fall for the pump fake. Yeah, no, I honestly believe that. That this is almost now becoming like a dereliction of duty, on <laughs> side Jerry's part. Yeah, this team is crumbling and descending all at the same time. You had pieces that people actually wanted, and as you continue to keep them, their value goes down and just it to the abyss where you're going to almost end up with nothing for Siakam, who is an all-star and could be possibly a fringe all-NBA type of dude or whatever, however you see him. definitely. Right? And, you know, last year you trade him to get, like, two, three first-round draft picks, maybe a couple swaps, whatever case may be. This year you're probably going to get a first-rounder, and you're going to get, like, maybe a second one, but it's going to have, like, high protections. I don't know.
1: Uh yeah, I think they could still get some good stuff for him this year. But you're right. It's definitely the the total is down from where it was a year ago. Um, that being said, he is always a guy who starts the season really, really hot. And if they finally got up the nerve after, like, I don't know, three weeks into the regular season, it, they could strike while the iron's hot. I just... I. They're not going to do it, obviously, because they never do it.
0: So It, it baffles me, but also it's like I don't understand. Everybody in Toronto seems to know that they should have been trading these people. Yeah. What is not, it's not even the front office. It's like, do the owners understand what's going on? Like, uh, do, is there a disconnect between?
1: I, I think probably. They, okay. they tend to just throw money at problems and don't uh, solve it with the most uh, tact, I would say. And uh, they're also an organization that I think after the lengthy period of the Raptors not being a good team and just always trying to get back to it, trying to get back to it doesn't want to fall into that cycle again. It's almost a lack of trust in the organization. And I don't think that's Ujiri's fault. It's just like they, they've they seen the pits and they, they don't want to see them again. Um, that being said, I do expect them to hit the over on their over-under just because like, this team has so much talent and so much size and of also a very unorthodox way of playing basketball just overall. So they always catch people on their off nights. Teams are not often ready to play against Toronto. And I even without Nick Nurse, I expect that to continue. And I, I see them as a play-in team probably on the higher side of the play-in just because stuff like this always happens. And Dennis Schroeder is, he won't be Fred Van Vliet, but of Fred Van Fleet is still like enough that's going to beat a lot of teams in the regular season with this roster. So I I expect them to still perform well.
0: Yeah, and and whatever they get back in return and can kind of acclimate to the second half and Mm -hmm. I would expect it to be young guys so maybe they can kind of galvanize a kind of AAU mentality and go from there who knows I, yeah at this point I, I, I don't know just
1: won't make the trade they yeah. they're just cowards yep
0: all right speaking of cowards uh the Charlotte hornets um no shade to the new ownership uh this is this is directly has to do with the regime that is the front office right now okay mm. uh the hornets they're over under is 31 and a half um <laughs> Their star is LaMelo Ball, obviously the precocious point guard who averages 23 points, six and a half rebounds, eight point four assists. Shot selection has been an issue with him. Maturity has been an issue with him. Um he did get the contract. He was vowing to um be a MVP candidate. He wanted to like, you know, go get it, supposedly. Um, shot selection, the 41.1 field goal percentage is the thing that is a problem for me, being yeah. a 6-7 guard. He needs to find a signature mid-range shot, and he needs to be able to put pressure on the rim um, in some sort of fashion. Or and, so, he
1: can do that in transition, but nowhere else, and that's, that's a Lamelo problem. They also, like, I'm not going to harp on the Brandon Miller decision for them. I was just going to
0: get there with the the leap, because here's the leap for me. And this will go right into your Brandon Miller and everything. Mm -hmm. The leap is this. Construct or clarify, I'm sorry, construct or clarify front office coaching and franchise direction. Get your shit together.
1: Yeah, yeah. At this point, figure it out. I, to, to be honest, I wasn't even fully gonna go there with Brandon Miller. I was just like, Lamelo provides no ball pressure, and you draft Brandon Miller, who like that's clearly the biggest problem he provides you. I, I just don't see where you're you're going going forward um thirty one and a half wins you said was the over under i would bang that under that's the best line by far i've heard to this point i uh, like them and the wizards i think are the clearly the bottom two teams in the east
0: and obviously the wards are the off the court issues um we know what's going on oh, with yeah. uh, mile bridges and and there seems to be more stuff going on well Brandon miller It's... And then the book night of it all it's just bad I, the, the the owners need to go in clean clean house absolutely mm-hmm. clean house some bring somebody in who has a dynamic personality and says okay these are our these are principles then get a coach that fits that or whatever y'all come together and then then we can finally see what this team is mm-hmm. Now that you got Lamelo signed, you don't have to worry about him going anywhere for a second, unless he asks for a trade. But I don't think Lamelo really cares right now about that because he he'll be happy if he scores twenty seven points a game.
1: I think he just wants to get healthy too. Yeah, and look He's that a- that's probably uh, that's a problem for next year. But going into next year, you're probably gonna have a new coach, new. Outlook overall and maybe that's Less of a problem so I wouldn't be Concerned with the Lamelo trade Request thing for at least 18 months
0: exactly Now we get to the ATL where our guy Kez Lives and and, and what have you and I know that our guy uh, Jacob loves The Hawks so Mm -hmm. Hawks new Direction obviously the star Trey Young 26.2 points Three rebounds an absolute dime-getter, 10.2 assists. The field goal shooting needs to go up. The three-point shooting needs to go up. It's all the same stuff that we talked with him. He needs to embrace the change in uh, getting off ball, all of those sort of things, and get what I call superstar habits, right? Mm -hmm. You know, be a leader, show up, be the first person there, all those type of things. All the things that I know young people right now are telling me, Shut up boomer, you don't know what I'm talking about. Trey Young no. is super nice. He's super nice. He shoots 36-foot shots. You don't know what you're talking about, you old ass person. Oh man. I'm sure that's what they're saying.
1: No, they they uh, I would say the sentiment has turned on Trey Young far more than that. There is a very few people who go to bat for Trey Young right now uh online just because of all the Stuff that comes with it a, a lot of people are very He's an easy to hate person He talks shit in Madison Square Garden And he can't play defense Like the internet is Anti-Trey Young I would say Is often the prevailing sentiment
0: Well The leap but we'll also Tie in the contract that just got signed Aneka Congru. the contract Which was four you years 62 great. million
1: Excellent deal so good So
0: but the guy I that, that I kn- twenty million dollars. The guy that I know that Quinn Snyder loves is Jalen Johnson. Yeah, he loves him. Now I love AJ Griffin, hmm. but who am I? I am a lowly po- podcaster. Quinn Snyder is a world-renowned coach and has led his team to have fifty wins and uh, all that sort of stuff. So he loves Jalen. Johnson. So I look at him as taking the leap, Nico. Um yeah, hopefully. You know, the fans waited for Hunter. Um it just hasn't happened. And I think with you know, Jalen Johnson being 6'8", 2'19", prototypical, what I would consider like that tween three mm-hmm. four type of dude that you can switch on everything. I think this is exactly the type of guy that Quinn Snyder could really do some things with.
1: Yeah, he's he's tried to from, like, the second he got there. Jalen Johnson has been more involved, more and more involved. I I think DeAndre Hunter is still a guy they're going to be relying on pretty heavily. He's still a really good player. It's just he can't stay healthy. I... I'd hope that that changes this year, and I think realistically they can be one of the better teams, um, especially amongst those like bottom feeders. I think they're not quite ready to break into the secured playoff top six, but they're the closest team knocking. I'd say
0: forty two and a half is their over under in Vegas. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair. I I think maybe I'd lean slightly over, but I I would have guessed their over under would have been like forty four and a half. So no. Well, if they
0: if they're at forty four wins, they're in the top six. I don't think like your seven eight seeds in the Eastern Conference are going to be like that. But I, oh, I, well, I think forty
1: two for forty four 44 wins is probably the seventh seed. In the yeah, East yeah, this yeah. Year. yeah. That's what I was thinking. I think okay. they're more like. The, the I I would expect them to be the seven seed I think going into this year right now I have the Raptors them and the Raptors in about the same category so uh, but I think the Hawks have a lot more upward mobility so uh, yeah I'd think right around there just below the Heat Knicks Sixers
0: Dale warts are basically thin out the herd you know start you know if Capella's got to go Capella has to go. And start developing the Quinn Snyder guys. Whoever those guys well, are.
1: Capella's one of them, e. I if I had to guess. Because he, he really likes to have that big defensive center. He's played him a whole lot, and it seemed like they were unwilling to move him this offseason. I know Onyeka got a good deal, but it's realistically, it's so good that it, it's borderline backup center money at going forward it's right on that line so i i think it's probably capella's position for the somewhat foreseeable future
0: which leads us to the team that never dies which is the Miami Heat Heat culture they hit a lot of roadblocks on the trade avenues their over under is 44 and a half wins um Nico, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You let me know You let me know your answers to these. Uh, Eric Skolstra is still the coach, right? Yes. Jimmy Butler is still on that team? Uh, as far as I've heard. Okay. Um, Pat Riley still kind of pulls the strings there? Uh, as much as he can, yeah. Yeah, Miami is still good. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says, bro. Yeah. I don't, but you know what? Hey. Their star is Jimmy Butler Um, mm-hmm. He might Can't cruise in the In the regular season this year No mm-hmm. so he he might have to be A little more maybe not Playoff Jimmy yeah they're Going to find little, someone you know. we've
1: never heard of Oh 100% and That'll be their next Point guard in the future or something And they're going to figure it out I have Them like locked in as a seed In my conference rankings
0: Well the thing about it is right now you got the Heat do need a hero. They need a hero and they have one. Entirely hero. And that's the guy who can take the leap. If anyone can turn a person who was in trade uh, rumors into hey, put this as a chip on your shoulder, Pat Riley is The ultimate when it comes to this type of stuff, and he has, he has, hero out here talking like, "Oh, people didn't want me." Okay, all right, that's cool.
1: I don't. (laughs) He seems to have hero convinced that he wasn't involved in the dame trade somehow.
0: but he was even saying it before though. He was when the rumors were out there, he was like, Nobody yeah. wants to trade for me. Oh, okay, I'll show you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll become the most valuable asset that it is that could be. That type yeah. of thing. Which is great for Miami because they're gonna need all the points they can get from him. Um mm-hmm. because they did lose a lot of depth. That's the warts, right? Is that yeah. what is the plan B and C? Because They got all their first-round picks. I mean, um, 24, 26, 27, Mm -hmm. 28, 29, and 30. Um, Losing Vincent and Strews is, is, I don't think, is the biggest deal because the Miami Heat, they do this. This is what they do. Mm -hmm. Jaime Hawkins Jr. comes in, somebody else that we've never heard of, yeah. Like Lorenzo, I saw Lorenzo Kane go off. Mm-hmm. Like I just I I don't I don't care anymore. I just don't. Um Okay. Let's get to Don's team, the Detroit Pistons. Okay. Mm-hmm. 28 and a half over under. Their stars Kate Cunningham. He um missed a lot of time last year with the shin splints and what have you. I think the leap is K. Cunningham. So this is going to be a K. Cunningham focused Detroit Pistons kind of preview.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the added strength the year off getting right health health wise. I think he showed enough to me in the first year in that part of that second year they played just like a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. That
0: I think he's the guy who takes the leap. Unfortunately the team around him it's, it's I don't know it's, It all doesn't make sense There's mm-hmm. Four dudes that are like sinners Like legit actual sinners mm-hmm. There's Wings everywhere Boyan Bodanovich is still on this team He's like 34-35 years of age Out for a month though Announced. Out for a month okay. Uh, Really excited about Osor Thompson I think he's mm-hmm. going to be excellent Uh, I think they got a real, real gem in him, Mm -hmm. but this team is going to go as far as Cade takes him. I think Detroit will be excited because you'll see a leap from Cade, but they got to figure out all the other pieces. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think even with uh, Bogdanovich and Joe Harris on the roster, they still really struggle with shooting. Um, Killian Hayes he uh, did not get extended obviously but uh, it seems like there is even new life being breathed into him by Monty Williams he seems to have a fan there so uh, I it's just the lack of shooting from the guard positions overall outside of Alec Burks does concern me and I think it's going to make it a little harder for their big three prospects in Cade, Ivy, and Asar to develop this upcoming season. Hopefully, they can manufacture it somewhere else. But putting Isaiah Stewart and Jalen Duran together in the starting lineup is really just creating a mismatch for these guys below them. So I... I hope they can figure something out as far as that's concerned.
0: Here's another team that we could kind of run through pretty quickly. Uh, running in place of the Bulls, thirty and thirty-seven and a half over under as far as wins are concerned. We know the stars is DeRozan and Levine. They'll go as far as they as they can take them. Um, Vucevic resigned. That's great. Um, Leap to me is pick a direction. I understand they got, got snake big by the Lonzo Ball deal, but at this yeah. point, you're sinking. So figure it out. And um, the wart, honestly, is the sloth like pace of development of one Patrick Williams. Because mm-hmm. if this dude took the leap last year, this team would look a lot better and we would feel a lot better about them. Because he didn't yeah. take the leap we, we look at this team And they're, they're just stuck in the middle
1: Yeah uh, uh, He definitely needs to develop They're also starting Kobe White this year They, they have some hopes for him And he has Looked good at times in his career He hasn't really got Consistent run though In much of a similar way to Patrick Williams To this point in his career so now, finally, maybe getting that chance will be a way they can improve. He sh- should be a big uh, candidate for taking a leap forward. It's it, it just looks like a mess, though. Like Overall, the team doesn't really work together particularly well. There's no great defenders. Um, they're the team that I expect to be knocking on the door of the play-in. And that's just a really rough spot to be when you have this many veterans mm-hmm. on your organization, and you've like had your draft picks from the last or two of the last three drafts get traded away to Orlando. Yep, it's it's just <clears throat> it's hard to be them. At least they're getting towards the other side of it. And maybe they can be a little more proactive than the Raptors and make some moves to move towards the the tank, I guess, but uh it doesn't seem like that's on the or in the cards right now. So hopefully Williams and White can take big enough steps forward that
0: the team just becomes more exciting inherently. Can I give you one more stat about Patrick Williams that I absolutely cannot stand? Go ahead. Four rebounds a game. Yeah. Well he
1: they, they don't really use him as that kind of guy. So realistically, like he, it's an he has some of those talents. He should be better at it, but he doesn't do a whole lot of crashing. So realistically, maybe it's worth giving him a look at a guard position because that,
0: that definitely hurts you. Oh I can't even deal with it. Let's get into some happier news. Indiana Pacers putting the pieces together, they're over under 39 and a half. Their star player, obviously, FRPC favorite, Tyrese Halliburton. He will always be a favorite of ours. Almost 21 points a game, 3.7 rebounds, 10.4 assists, almost 50% shooting, 40% three-point shooting, 1.6 steals. There's nothing more we can say about them. And he's going to get better. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get better, Nico.
1: Yep. Legitimate young star in the league. Um, If the Pacers can put some stuff around him, they have some real building blocks here. I think this is going to be a weird transitional year for them where they're kind of taking a step forward. So I, I think I have them projected for 10th. And they do have more upward uh, mobility than that, but they are, uh, I think still kind of piecing it together around him. I, I hope for Tyrese's sake, though, someone around him is able to take a leap.
0: I think they will. And what I put in the leaps category is multiple bites at the apple. When you have Matherin, uh, Jairus Walker and Obi Toppin, um, not saying that Obi Toppin is like this mm-hmm. number two or anything like that, but become a, a more in-capital player than he was in New York as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. Um the only to me, there's not really a word. So what I quote here is just patience with the young core. Mm-hmm. Just I know sometimes it's just gonna suck, and you're gonna be like, Oh, th- I heard about this rumor, and this guy is available, and this guy is available. Don't be so quick. Look at OKC. Look at what Orlando has done. Sometimes patience is a virtue. Yeah, that's true. I I agree with that. What's our over under? 39 and a half. Yeah, I think I'd take the over. And now. (laughs) All right, here we go. Last two in the east, and then we can get to the west. Okay, nothing cavalier about this the uh the last season, how I ended for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Fifty point five over under wins, their star, Donovan Mitchell, twenty-eight points, four rebounds, four assists, almost mm-hmm. shot fifty percent, forty eight point four, close enough. Yeah, okay, here's the thing. I want to speak to Cleveland fans real close right now. So I'm going to get close to the mic. Let's enjoy Donovan Mitchell this season. Let's embrace all the great things he's going to do, like the 50-point burgers he's going to have, the tremendous pick and roll with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. But understand this is the last year of this. All right? We're going to have to move on after this year. But this year is going to be awesome. Right? It's going to be really awesome. He's going to do a lot of great things. We're going to see maybe some mid-50-point games. It's going to be great. Their league guy is obviously the the one that we've been waiting for is Evan Mobley. Everything needs to go up. Everything. All of it. Uh, You need to, I mean... He needs to get more physical so he can take more impact at the rim to finish at the rim. The playmaking needs to be better because I know it can be better. The rebounds, I'm not concerned about because they're probably going to implement him all over the floor this year. That's what they've said. But it is time for his assertion and his aggressiveness to flourish. Mm -hmm. Even with the two ball dominant guards, you need to start asking for the ball and it needs to happen this year if they're going to stay at least within shouting distance of the two teams that we think are at the top of the Eastern Conference which is Milwaukee and Boston right
1: yeah yeah i think they're probably the number 3 seed in the east i i have them pretty comfortably there just overall probably the most talent like uh, like it's hard to say they're more talented than either of the teams above them but just between the top 4 that they have that's <laughs> like they can almost go toe for toe and now they've added some depth with Max Struz and George Yang. yeah him. it it adds some some options for them uh-huh. for sure from the 3 spot which was by far their weakest position last year You can still give Okoro spot minutes here and there and I think overall this is a really really good squad I man I, w- I know they lost to the Knicks last year that was a really bad matchup for them overall and I think they might be in a position that they could do a little better against the Knicks this upcoming season but I don't think they're going to have to play them I uh, I think that they could be in a spot to maybe play spoiler if uh, there could end up being a situation where, I don't know, someone on the Celtics or Bucks gets hurt during the season. They fall to the four seed. Maybe, who knows, Cleveland could end up in the Eastern Conference Finals and we're not on this uh, predetermined path for Bucks celtics Sitting there I don't know it's a Really good squad that I Wouldn't be surprised to see Make a real impact this upcoming Season
0: no I feel you I just think that I would have to See it to believe it uh, I'm Still big on Mobley I Love him uh, The problem that I see And I Like your pick that you're that you have him third because I think that's a really uh, Good pick But it's I think it's Optimistic a little bit mm-hmm. If their coaching situation was a little bit different, I would probably go with you on that. Yeah. I just think that there are some... Unfortunately, real life kind of comes in to basketball sometimes, and competing interests also come in, and when you're getting ready for contracts and people trying to make leaps and... Sometimes it gets disjointed and the team goal kind of flies out the window. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, I'm not saying they're going to fall off the face of the planet because I don't have them doing that. Yeah, But I wonder if they take a little step down this year to kind of go back up the next year as far as that's concerned. But I I love them. I think Mm -hmm. they're going to be dynamic. I think they're going to be fun to watch. And it is going to be just a treat Every single night in Cleveland. Let's move on to the Western Conference and try to get this done as quickly as possible because the Lakers are coming on in about 40 minutes. So, blazing a new trail with Scoot Henderson, 28 and a half over under. The star is the first round draft pick. He fell into their lap, Scoot Henderson, the third overall pick. Uh, By getting rid of Dame and then also jettisoning away Drew Holiday, the runway is open for Scoot to do Mm -hmm. what he needs to do. The leap, hopefully, is shading sharp to see a lot more out of him. By also clearing out some of that uh, morass, he can go ahead and play the minutes that are necessary for him to make his leap. And then basically the warts, to me... Is really something that I don't know if they could avoid because I didn't know I don't know where they were in the game situation. It's mm-hmm. the Jeremy Grant contract. That's the that's the war. But I really enjoy what they've done with the teardown. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like what they did. I know a lot of people were really upset about it, and we kind of went over it in our previous pod about what they've done with the trade so far, and yeah. I, they got more stuff to trade. So mm-hmm. it's not even over.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they are still gonna flip Malcolm Brogdon. There was reports about the Clippers maybe making move for him today, mm-hmm. so we're definitely gonna see something like that. Yeah, I I love Scoot. I like Shaden a lot. I expect this team with DeAndre Ayton, who we didn't even mention, to yeah. be a Dom- lot of, dominating, dominating for sure, dominating yeah. touches yeah. early in the season, but. Yeah, I expect them to be a lot of fun to watch I do expect them to be the worst Team in the
0: Western Conference though Which leads me To a team that we both Are absolutely in love with Because of one certain person mm-hmm. Spurs mega Megastar And Wimby, their yeah. win total Is also 28 and a half mm-hmm. The star and The league and, no, no The star is Wimby Yama Obviously, um We're just going to see things every night that we've never seen before. We just got to just understand that we've never seen anything like this. He's going to impress us every single night. Um, I think my projections of him scoring 18 points a game might be on the low side. I'm being cautious. Mm -hmm. I actually think he has a chance to do something really freaky on the defensive side, Nico. Yeah, I agree. He's getting,
1: I, the rookie record for blocks is getting shattered this year one way or another.
0: Can I Can I interest you in something? Win mm. by Yama, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, all-star, and all-NBA player.
1: Mm.
0: All in his first season. No,
1: <laughs> that would be defensive player of the year. I don't really see that, that level. Maybe all defense but um that's that, oh, that's that, what i mean that's it, what i mean
0: all defense okay. all nba defense i'm sorry i'm sorry okay. i all didn't good. write the whole yeah. thing down i'm sorry
1: it's all good it, all defense i could i could see as a possibility it's it, it's a high bar to meet and obviously a million things could go wrong but i wouldn't be floored i wouldn't be floored <laughs>
0: The only reason I threw it out there is like a possibility, and obviously this is one of those pie in the sky things, but I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna piss on what I just said. I just think we're gonna see crazy stuff from this dude. Mm -hmm. Just absolutely the block the jump shot blocks are ridiculous, man. It's just dumb. But the blocks that I'm more impressed with is when he gets beat off the dribble. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) where he's broken. broken like you
1: can't you can't get past him because he's gonna catch you you need to be like a six eight guard to just get your arms out far enough to like attempt a layup that he won't be able to get to you on it's it's crazy speed doesn't matter when your wingspan is
0: as wide as the court hashtag Taylor Horton Tucker would like the 7 foot wingspan trying to yeah. dunk on Wimby okay the leap, and this is a guy that you absolutely love who just signed a contract, is Devin Vassell. Mm-hmm. Here's what I was going to say about him. is that the, the casuals are going to be introduced to him because of Wimby, and be him yeah. on national TV. Mm-hmm. Devin Vassell is going to take a leap this year. The contract that people are having a problem with right now, mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to have a problem with it after they see him and what he puts up at the end of this year.
1: Yeah, I thought the contract was a little aggressive personally too, but I, I do understand what they're what they're going for with it. And he is an incredibly talented player. I think uh this upcoming season he's gonna be someone they're leaning into a decent amount and we should see him take a significant step forward as far as scoring stats are concerned, at the very least.
0: The benefit of having a phenom on your team, Nico, Mm -hmm. you get, you get pub, you get notoriety. Absolutely. The warts on this team are just basically the thing that all young team have. They're young. (laughs) You know, we're going to see great athletic things and we're going to just see things like how, how did this happen? Right. I don't care. All I want to see is development from Vassell, allowing him to take the leap, win by Yama to flourish, mm-hmm. Sohan to do his thing, Keldon to be the guy he is, and see see who else develops out of this deal. There's going to be no wrong um, roster or lineup construction. Nothing is off limits.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When be at point guard is not off limits at this point. I don't care. Yeah, I know you care, but I don't care. Uh, someone I'm trying to see, but it, it i I applaud the attempt. Okay. This is part of the podcast that I have been dreading. Is Houston ready to launch? 31 and a half is their over-under. Mm-hmm. Their star is Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. Jalen Green had a big has a big year ahead of him. Working with Adoka as his coach, getting better shot selection because he will get yanked off the court. 41.8% field goal percentage, 33.8% 3 point shooting, um, and da, 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 only 3.7 assists. That needs to be closer to five. Uh, it will be shot selection, and you can't have your head in your, in your butt on defense, and that's what's going to get him pulled. The league guy is a guy that you and I have differed on in the sense of who should be number one. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr., I just saw a lot of him out of summer league, Nico. I just think there's a, a more command to his game. I think he can do a lot more that he hasn't been able to show at Auburn, and we've talked about at length what he had to deal with at Auburn. We also know what he had to deal with last year with KPJ and Jalen trying to get their shots. Mm-hmm. Um, we just saw a, a different type of aggression out of him in Summer League, and I'm looking forward to seeing how Adoka taps into that aggression. And then the war- the warts for me is just learning to play in structure and uh, what was it? Da, 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 da. And the consequences that go along with that. This team mm-hmm. this year, to me, I know you're probably going to pull your hair out because you guy, couple of your guys are going to get pulled for dumb things. Mm, that's okay. I. I believe that this is it's going to be a hard year, but it's going to be a good year. And I wonder what this team is going to look like. Not the first forty, the second forty
1: yeah, me too. i I would say that's my biggest question about the team as well. I think that that over is uh, hittable. I would bet that over. I know there's a certain amount of homerism in it, but just like considering the improvements they've made to the roster and the people who they were getting rid of who were got minutes in past years and how actively negative they were like the 31 wins shouldn't be that difficult for this team to hit realistically. I don't think they'll have enough juice to make it into the play in this upcoming season, but they should be significantly better given the additions that they've had on the coaching staff, as well as in the locker room. Um, with Jalen as, as the star, yeah, I think that's definitely the point. I'm I'm very excited to see what we have from Jalen this upcoming season though because it, he has been definitely in the gym this offseason and working out with just about everyone in the league. So I'm I'm ready for that leap from him this upcoming year. I'd expect him to actually put himself in that star conversation and like, I think it'll be a disappointment this year if he's not someone who we see as deserving of the All-Star game by the time the All-Star game comes around.
0: Any fear of Jalen Green falling into Adoka's doghouse and possibly be moved to make room for Maybe more another guy who maybe is on an ascension as far as that's concerned. Uh, because well, the one thing we're not going to even talk about on this one is Cam Whitmore, and you know my love for Cam Whitmore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not saying it as like I'm not even saying like this is going to happen. All I'm saying yeah, is like, is there no, any mm, thought process mm, that no, I'm not. He,
1: I'm not worried about that at all because he's a very hard worker and he's. Mm-hmm. Dedicated himself to that kind of stuff. And that's music to Ime's ears. He's, they've already seemed to be really in lockstep up to this point. And Jalen's been a guy who's been kind of getting on Steven Silas's ass for years, saying, Coach me harder. Like, I want to do more. I want to get better. Do more shit with me because whatever we're doing isn't working. I think that him and Ime together, I, I, very much doubt he'll end up in the doghouse. Maybe for times during an individual game, if he's taking shots he shouldn't be taking, I could see that happening. But
0: I expect uh, them all to end up in the doghouse at some point or another, just because of the the lack of structure they had. Uh,
1: I they did have they did have a big lack of structure, but I, I I see it as way more likely with the other guys than I see it as a possibility with Jalen. Also. A lot of the young guys who were brought up by that lack of structure have been just trimmed from the organization uh, up to this point. Tari Eason and Jabari are also two dudes who are overall pretty hard workers and didn't only had one year with Steven Silas. So I don't I, I, Shangoon. I can I can see it with a little more, where he it's going to be a problem with him sometimes getting benched here and there. I, I very much doubt it with Jalen and Tari specifically. Jabari maybe, but I doubt it with him as well.
0: All right. Let's move on to Utah because this is the one where I think there's some money to be made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Utah might have us hit a sour note. Their win total is 35 and a half over under. Their star is obviously Lowry Marketing, um, 25.6. Points a game, 8.6 rebounds. He almost shot 50%. He almost shot 40 per, 40% from three. Just a credit to him and his work ethic and taking taking it full advantage of the second opportunity that he got. Mm-hmm. The the leap. Here's the thing. They have their own draft pick, but it is protected. And it goes to OKC, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to, and this is where I have two leap guys, if you're trying to win, which I don't know if they are really trying to win, mm-hmm. Walker Kessler takes another leap, becomes, you know, he's more physical, more physically uh, adept to handle the rigors of the NBA season, the block. Percentages, the rebounds, all of them go up slightly, and he's still the guy. If they go the other route, it's Keontae George. And you just turn the point guard reins over to him, and you build your team to the point where we're going to have like the sustainable run. I think we got guys here that were like, okay, this is our guy. This might be our second guy. And they have some dudes in there that are maybe their third and fourth guy already. Mm -hmm. yeah i
1: think overall this is a really solid team with a lot of like decent players i 35 wins is pretty close for me so i'd probably think like a push around there um i i just think they got too much talent to really start to lose this many games at this point unless we see some sort of like miniature fire sale take place in Utah. I think realistically they're, they're a team that's going to finish with about the eighth or ninth pick. I have them 12th in the West and I could see them even performing better than that. So they, I, I like the young guys on the team too. And if they wanted to lean into it, I definitely support it. I just, there's doubts in my mind.
0: The warts are John Collins and what you're going to do with him and the playing time or the, it seems like there's a ceiling on our, our rookies that we are so excited about, like Taylor Hendricks and Keontae George. We're really kind of disenchanted, not no offense to Utah Jazz fans or whatever, or even the rebuild. We just wanted to see our guys to be able to play more. Yeah, Uh, With the Utah Jazz Moving on to Dallas 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 looks towards Youth That's what they're doing It's weird man It's weird 43 and a half Over under I'm so scared Of that number their star Obviously is Luka Doncic Um, There's I think honestly for them To hit this number This dude actually might have have to Average like 35 plus but he might be the guy that can do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um he averaged 32 and a half last year, 8.6 rebounds, 8 assists, uh, shot 50% from the field, basically. Uh 34.2 from three. But, you know, that's kind of crept up and up and up over the years as well. Um, if he becomes league average, he's definitely gonna be over 35 points a game, and they can be close to this level of 43, but I don't know how they get to that. I I, I just I, – you're depending on a teenager at center. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who your your wings are. I, I, I don't have a clue. Uh, Josh Green has been in and out of the lineup, but he's my leap guy. Hopefully, he can somehow um, appease Jason Kidd. Who knows? Um, yeah. I I I'm a little I'm a little worried about this team. I'm a little yeah. worried.
1: Yeah, I understand. There's reasons to be worried about them for sure. They have like a lot of rookies and younger guys they're gonna be relying on this upcoming season. I think the big thing that they're depending on is between Luka and Kyrie. You have two players who are well above average at creating looks for other players and helping make other players better. Maybe if you stagger them enough, you just have enough creation on the floor at all times that you're, you end up being really good team. You hope some other dudes on the roster take a leap to really complete that core. Um, they're, they're, a solid team in the Western Conference. I have them right in the middle there. And I I think that they're going to make a bigger impact than they did last year once the pairing first got started.
0: Well, their awards is this, is that, um, thank God, Jason Kidd doesn't have any hair to pull out because uh, the, the defense will keep him up at nights. I'm 100% on that. Mm-hmm. Moving on to New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans need dot, dot, dot is what I have here. 44.5 and a half wins over under their star. We know who he is. It's Zion Williamson. We're not going to talk about the off the court. We're not going to talk about the weight. We just need you to play. At this point, it's can you play 60 games? That's it. I don't. I'm not going to talk about what you can do, what you can't do, how it affects the team. Play sixty plus games, and that's all. That's all I want to hear. Are you going to play?
1: Yeah, ideally, like we could just get some play time out of Zion. They're the team that I'm probably lowest on of everyone because I like. I just get tired of being tricked eventually. I I think there are a lot of guys on that organization who could be great NBA players in on different spots, different get-ups altogether. Zion, if he stays healthy this year, they're a threat. All of a sudden, the Pelicans shoot way up and maybe... They're even a top three team. Like, w- their ceiling is limitless. But realistically, I just think they're going to uh, fall apart again because that's what they've just kept doing. And I kind of expect them to miss the playoffs this upcoming season.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, let me let me tell you something about my leaps here. So yeah. I said Trey Murphy the third leap. He got hurt. Then I was like, you know what? Let's move over to Herb Jones. Herb Jones, is a good guy, right? Also yeah. questionable. Also hurt, dealing with stuff. Yeah. Then I went to Zion, and then I just said, forget it, because we, we just don't know we, mm-hmm. who's going to play. We just my words are is that the uh, the fans of New Orleans, the Pelicans, they need to go out and get a Voodoo Princess and, and put some bring some good juju to. The Pelicans and health and stuff like that. Now, we're going to move on to more fun things. The OKC Thunder, mm-hmm. they're making plans, Nico. They're making plans.
1: They're very, very good.
0: Their over-under is also 44.5. You're going to start to see a, t- a trend here, okay? Their star player, obviously, is SGA. Uh, 31.4 points a game, 4.6 rebounds, 5.5 assists, He shot over 50% field goal percentage, 90% from free throw line. And why is that important, Nico? Because he averaged 11 attempts a game. That's the reason why. That's why he's a superstar. That's why everybody wants him. That's why he's going to be on the cover of video games. That's why he's going to be on on Slam magazines. That's why he's going to be on the cover of Time. That's why he's going to be on Today. That's why he's going to be on TMZ. It is SGA season. And guess what? Nico. Yeah. No mysterious injuries to to shut him down no, at the end of the anymore. year. We're done. Yeah. He,
1: I, this is a little wild of a take overall, but that's the long shot for MVP at like best this season because like he's in a spot where his team could show some real upward trajectory and they're going to give him the keys to the franchise and every time he's been given an opportunity to get better he's gotten better all NBA player last year the only place to go up from there is MVP I, I'd i like the long shot well longer shot odds on SGA and that's a bet that I've, I've invested a little bit in this offseason so I Really, really am in on the Thunder this upcoming season. They're like the team I dislike the most in the NBA, but I, I'd i be very excited if I was a fan of their franchise.
0: Their league player is Chet Holmgren, and the only reason he's a league player is because they didn't have him last year. But yeah. his presence is absolutely vital. We've, we've seen it in the preseason. And we're obviously going to see it in the regular season. Chet Hungren is a real deal, and he just seems like an absolute stat stuffer. Like you might not see the huge, like crazy forty point game, but fifteen points, twelve rebounds, five assists, mm-hmm. two two blocks, two steals. I mean, like you want to see a lot of those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think he could have a great season as well.
0: Here's the one Ward. Um They have a lot of talent. A lot of it. We didn't even talk about our favorite Jay Will because we think he also is an up and coming star in this league. Yeah. They got a lot of mouths to feed, Nico. They do. Now, they have been kind of insulated and kind of have what seems to me You remember when Memphis was younger a couple years ago and it seemed like they had that AAU mentality and they just kind of all together, they were all growing up together? Yeah. That's what OKC has to me. It's like, it doesn't matter who scores. It doesn't matter who does this. I'm going to star in my role, all that sort of stuff. The greater good is better than just what whatever my priorities are. Individually, um, but they do have a lot of miles to feed and that would be the only thing that I would even worry about as far as that's concerned. But they seem to be more adept figuring that out than other teams are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I really expect this team to take a pretty, pretty significant step forward this year.
0: All right, now to Patrick's favorite team, the Sacramento Kings. All right, like me, it's all great. Guess what? They have a star in De'Aaron Fox who's awesome, and I am here to say that if he doesn't break his finger in the playoffs, they win that series. Mm -hmm. Um, No offense to the Golden State Warriors fans out there. I know you're good, but I think uh, his health was – a big cause to their downfall. Um, 25 points, four rebounds, six assists. He's awesome. He's consistent. The leap guy is Keegan Murray. I think there's a role reversal between Harrison Barnes and Keegan, where he's the one taking more shots and, being involved in the offense is like you kind of focus on rebounding in defense and just stand in the corner. Just do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was already kind of starting to happen last year, but I think we're going to see a further step in that direction for sure.
0: The warts are no dramatic changes during to the roster during the off season Uh, uh Vesnikov was added. Um, JaVale McGee. JaVel McGee. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot. so yeah. Our guy, Patrick, seems to be like, eh, there's ways for us to get better. He's not really excited about what's going on. Mm-hmm. He was looking to kind of do maybe some OG things or whatever. Yeah. My thing is this. Stay patient. Allow Keegan to develop. Because I think if you would have added another guy to this mix this year, maybe that causes to... Have Keegan's development Not to go as well as maybe it could mm-hmm. Now With a lo- enough runway He can go ahead and develop And you can see what you got And yeah. then maybe next year is the year You go grab maybe even a better guy Than OG Ananobi Yeah I agree with that Alright <laughs> Minnesota T-Worlds Takes swag title from Memphis on the strength of Ant Edwards and Jalen, Jaden McDaniels. Mm. Their win total is 44 and a half Yeah. Obviously the star is Anthony Edwards. We know what he did in the um in the world champ or the world cup this past offseason. My whole thing is this. Figuring out the Carl Anthony Towns thing, like Not Mm -hmm. trading him. I'm not, dude, just know you're the number two. Like that whole podcast thing he went on this last year, I hope he got that out of his system. Because I'm going to need you to lock in and play like the four. Yeah. (laughs) And you got Gobert here. You guys got a lot of stuff to figure out. But it's a very, very talented team. The leap guy. I don't know if McDaniels can take another leap mm-hmm. with all the other things that are going on on this team right now. Yeah. But that's the guy who I think can develop more. I just think Ant is going to make a another ascension. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is going to want to take some shots. And for Gobert to feel good, you got to get him some, some shots. You know, he he wants to touch the ball every once in a while, and his yeah. his salary exactly. his salary demands that. So, for people who don't like to hear those type of things, this is the reality of the NBA. So, mm. um, their award is basically twofold. We kind of talked about it because yeah. can Cat embraced the being number two? and can they work through their defensive strategies and i think they can honestly
1: carl carl's biggest problem throughout his career has always been like taking not enough shots versus taking too many he's just afraid to shoot a lot of the time he'll be put in a position he'll pump fake a shot that he regularly is supposed to make and like honestly if he if he would be willing to step in and become a number two in that way where it's just like hey i'm a scorer when i get the ball i score i don't get the ball that often maybe necessarily i i'm only taking i don't know 18 shots a game versus like 24 like a number one would but I, I think that's that's the best way forward for the team. And the problem is when you kick it out to Carl in those situations and he starts second-guessing himself, then all of a sudden you need to get him another touch later and another touch later and then another touch later. So it, it doesn't end up flowing as nicely through the offense as it should. Um, him being able to really step into that role as a finisher and exclusively a finisher I think would be ideal for him. He I think sometimes he thinks he's being a team player and he really isn't. So I I hope that this Chris Finch team can get him to acknowledge that role a little more and I've got some faith but I don't know. I was burned by them hard last year so I'm I'm not really willing to reinvest.
0: I understand you on that point, but this next team kind of helps the situation. Mm-hmm. Memphis keeps on taking hits. Their over-under is 46.5. Go grab that. Mm-hmm. Go grab it. Yeah, I'd push that over for you. Uh, you want over? I want over, yeah. I'm
1: comfortable I'm oh. with the over. Okay, Okay, so we're, we're on any, Yeah, completely on different side there i am i am ha- I be it's There's not no one way. of my best bets or anything, but yeah. I like that over. I like I understand that they're uh dealing with injuries. Yeah. And uh they're not gonna have John Morant in the early season. But mm. we've seen Memphis win a lot of games without John Morant before. I have a lot of faith in Desmond Bain and Triple J. Now they got Marcus Smart out there too. That's a really problematic defensive lineup to have to go up against in the early season. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Grizzlies actually rack up a lot of wins in this early stretch without Jaw.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be on the opposite side of that because uh they don't have any offensive rebounding outside of Stephen Adams. Um triple J is a terrible rewounder. Um, yeah, not his. Not their his star, training. John Morant, is going to miss the first twenty-five games. Desmond Bain is going to be an absolute stud. I have no question about that. You know my love for Desmond yeah. Bain. It, 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 that's no question there. The leap is: can Triple J stay out of foul trouble? I, he fouled out of like preseason, bro. Yeah, um, that's always gonna I, be purple. I, I, I mean, you know. I feel sad for Memphis because I think sometimes Patrick said something in the Discord earlier Mm -hmm. today. He said something, well, you know, when you have a chance to put a championship team together, you know, you got to just have some balls and go all in. And they kind of fussed around and let's see if we can get a bigger wing, uh, Zaire Williams, and we're trying to get this dude, and we're trying to do this, and we're trying to... now I wonder now you got this Steven Adams. I'm not saying tear it down. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, you're starting to see these other teams make these ascensions like OKC, and you wonder if Dallas is ever going to put together. But Houston's on the rise, and God forbid if Zion is healthy and what he's going to look like, you know, if he is healthy. And now, you know, where are we if we're Memphis? Like I'm not saying your your window is closed, but I'm just saying your challengers. There's so many of them, and you had a window where you didn't have as many challengers, Mm -hmm. and you didn't maximize that window. Is that fair
1: to to say? Yeah, I think I think that's true. They they could have definitely made a move last year. I think. They they feel comfortable going forward. I If I was them, though, I would have made the move earlier because explosive point guards don't historically age the best. So I'd have been a little more worried about that.
0: Yeah, We're going to move on to the team that we both just throw our hands up in the air. We're I'm close to this team for some current reason. The Los Angeles Clippers, in hot pursuit of James Harden, also Malcolm Brogdon, also throw in whatever obligatory guard that might be halfway good. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, their stars Kawhi Leonard. It is we've talked about it on this podcast nauseam. We won't we won't even get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, we know what he comes with, right? We just know, right? Yeah. The leap is if the trade happens, what does this dynamic do to the team? Right, mm-hmm. whoever it is, right. Yeah. And the warts are basically is hey guys, you want to kind of play basketball and earn your paycheck, like that's literally the warts. I, mm-hmm. I don't have any more about their team and what's gonna happen. I know that Lou has put an emphasis on the regular season. He he has ratcheted up the intensity. I can tell you that. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's yeah. what hit that's what's coming out of camp. Their over-under is 45-and-a-half. How do you feel? Uh,
1: probably under on that one just because I'm worried that the Clippers are going to clip and everyone will get hurt again or be sitting out half the season. So I for me, it's always safest to, to want the Clippers under. Uh, I kind of see them as a playing team this upcoming season.
0: Okay, Golden State teams up with CP3. Their over-under is 47.5. Steph Curry is the star, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, to me, is the leap guy, and he looked impressive in the preseason. I hope he can continue that. And the awards are this. Y'all just small, dog, mm-hmm. Y'all real small. Yeah. What's your
1: thoughts? Uh, it's the Warriors being the Warriors. They just added CP3 now, which, you like you said, makes them smaller. Uh, makes them, weirdly, though, even more Warriors-y, which I wouldn't have thought that with Chris Paul, but the more you think about it, it just, like, makes sense. They're, it's a you know, miniature
0: version of Livingston, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and just, like, later. It's... Yeah, they're gonna want to do some more developing on their young guys now that they have Chris in the building, and I'll, I'll hope for them that it'll work. But I just like just expect them to be who they are. They maybe they'll make a run at the end of the year. I don't think they're going to be particularly concerned about the regular season if they stay healthy. I expect them to make a push. All right. And that that's just what it is.
0: Okay. Suns lean all the way into offense. They're over under is 51 and a half. We have star I have Devin Booker. And let me put it to you this way. Yeah. I saw something in the in the post season, <laughs> and I think it's going to rear its head again this season. I think Booker ascends to the alpha Durant kind of takes a step back And I think we actually might have a possible MVP candidate in Devin Booker I could see that as well I think he he took a pretty big step last year
1: In the playoffs And sometimes we can see stuff like that repeat I expect KD to kind of take a step back for him This upcoming year And us to see a really big Devin Booker season incoming <laughs>
0: My league guy is Bradley Bill. Uh, surprisingly, surprisingly, he is not playing the first game of the year. Nico? Yeah,
1: that's
0: How very Bradley Bill of him?
1: That's a, no, <laughs> he doesn't get hurt.
0: <laughs> Listen, if he if he actually cares this year, they're gonna they're gonna do special things. Mm. like I mean, I don't know how far they can go. we can get I'll get into that later. Um, not later, but yeah, uh, when I put the pics up on Twitter, um, or X, but uh, yeah, if he plays to his standard, not the last two years in Washington, what mm-hmm. what real Bradley Beal plays like, yeah, this team is going to be very very good. It went a lot a lot of games, so yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm in on the Suns. I think they're going to score 140 points a game. Yeah, I think
1: they're going to be incredible this upcoming season.
0: We got two more, and then we can let you go and get ready for this uh, Laker game, which is starting like now. Yeah. Okay, so the Denver Nuggets, the defending champions, but here's the thing that I like about it. They've been tremendously feisty during the offseason, and it's coming from their coach. Yeah. Michael Malone. Over Uh under 52.5 wins. We know who their star is. It's Jokic, two-time MVP, Finals MVP, five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA. Uh, maker uh, love ho- loves horses, loves Serbia, disdains media, disdains spotlight. We know all of what he is, but guess what? Mm-hmm. He's great. Yep, and it doesn't matter. As long as you got that cat, you have a chance to be successful. Yeah, 100%. Fair enough.
1: Nothing's changed from them since last year, really. They lost Bruce Brown. Uh, that might make a difference in the playoffs, but the regular season, it shouldn't change a whole lot.
0: Here's the leap, mm-hmm. Calvin Booth in the player development. Um, what I have been told is that he, he studied... Championship teams, and he's seen, you know, teams be listless and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He thought that the injection of youth of uh, Christian Brown, Strother, Pickett, uh, Tyson Hunter, all these guys bring something to the table with the shooting, little link. They can, they're, changeable wings pick as a guard though he's smaller but Mm -hmm. the rest of the guys have kind of like this interchangeable kind of style and um same height type of situation so yeah for them they really are going in on the young guys and they think a collection of those guys take up what bruce Brown gave them last year
1: yeah ideally the the how it'll end up breaking
0: down and the words for me on them is basically it's it's about to get tested youth movement versus battle tested vets because here's the thing they got picks, they got stuff if this doesn't work and we get into January, we just go get a vet Mm -hmm. you know we got enough stuff so it's okay, it's all good all right, I'm been dreading this one, uh, Nico, but we're going to do, we, we saved the Lakers for last. There was a reason why I kind of went out of order. Mm-hmm. Lakers load up, but dot, dot, dot. The star is one, Anthony Davis. I know LeBron is the guy that stirs the drink, but for where the Lakers want to get to, Anthony Davis needs to be a defensive player of the year, and he needs to be just in conversation of an MVP, he doesn't need to be an MVP. Just conversation. You don't mm-hmm. even need to be top five, bro. Just we kind of need to hear your name, like in the start of the year, maybe in the middle of the year, and maybe you kind of fade out at the end of the year. I, I don't care. But mm-hmm. the leap guy is Austin Reeves. He has a, he had an incredible World Cup. He was one of the guys that kind of kept them in games mm-hmm. um, internationally. Um. And the wards are the same thing that I always talk about, man. The reason why 46 and a half games to me if you want to look at it like glass half full LeBron and AD play they play plus 120 games collectively. Yeah. And they they go over and this is this is a team that challenges for a Western Conference Finals bid. Mm-hmm. But Here's here's my thing. History teaches you valuable lessons. And what what we've seen from AD and LeBron over their tenure here with the Lakers is that they missed quite a few games. Yeah. I don't see that changing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Neither do I. So I'm pessimistic on... I'm not pessimistic on them making the playoffs. I'm pessimistic on this, like... We're challenging for the two seed. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm getting here in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, I think that's just craziness. They're they're much lower in my opinion for the seedings, but I still expect them to win a playoff series almost no matter where they finish, just because they're that kind of team. Uh, who knows? They might be able to make a run this year, but I, I don't, Think I'd expect it as of right now, especially Christian Wood on the team.
0: Oh my god, you know, I mean, other than Trey Young, that would have been the worst person to put on the team, and that's exactly who they yeah. put on the team. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Happy first night of basketball, everyone. I hope you guys enjoy it, mm-hmm. and uh, I look forward to a lot of talk of MVP races rookie of the years, things of that nature in the upcoming days, so we'll stay tuned on that, but Nico, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for joining me thank, thank you me. for doing a lot of the heavy lifting, I really appreciate it and uh, mm-hmm. go enjoy we have to draft, so I have to multitask right now, I have to yeah, get a game on like, I, and get ready for a draft a little while before
1: the draft, but yeah
0: we gotta isn't get like, that game on isn't like 30 minutes from now, the draft? I, I think it's, it's still an hour left but I'm not sure He told me 5 Pacific time, so I don't know. Um, It's an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, I got time. Cool. Yeah, That means I can go outside. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. uh, Hit us up on X at FrontrunnerPC. Hit us Mm -hmm. up on uh, YouTube. Leave comments, what have you. We are going to be putting up a lot of this Mm -hmm. on the YouTube. So, you're going to be blasted, inundated with little clips and things of that nature enjoy yourself with that Stave mage and all of those type of things any final words is there anything about a team that you're kind of just oh what's your league pass uh team or a couple teams
1: oh there's there's a few league fast teams i think we got this year i think everyone's gonna hate watch a bit of the wizards this year as a league fast team i'm only you I'm, uh, no, no, everyone's going to tune them on at one point. You're going to hear that Jordan Poole has 53 points in the start of the third quarter and you turn on the game to watch him miss 17 in a row. There it is. Um, uh, the magic are way up there for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm interested in the Hawks in the early season with a full year under Quinn Snyder now. And, uh, uh, the Thunder, as much as I hate them, they're going to be uh, really interesting watches here as well.
0: The and thing Zion that
1: until gets hurt,
0: the thing that I'm actually looking forward to it's not even something. It's league pass oriented, Nico, but mm-hmm. it's it's something outside our podcast. But I want to kind of bring it into our podcast, and it's like an insider joke between you and I. Mm, okay, but it's a it's something that's going on in our Discord. Mm. The Momo, Kendall, Kyler faction of watching Minnesota Timberwolves basketball games that Momo has decided to kind of spurn Mm -hmm. has left my heart a little dark. (laughs) Can you provide any updates on have these three young people come together? And galvanized to get to watch Minnesota Timberwolves basketball this year and stream I, together in harmony.
1: I don't think I don't think it's happened quite yet, but I I do think they're watching this uh, Lakers Nuggets game that we should probably be getting to.
0: So we got to get the hell up out of here. Yeah. On that note, Kings guys, have a good one. Thank you for all the support and uh, rate review rate and review and tell a friend. Tell enemy, just tell somebody about the pot. Peace. Mm -hmm.